This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Twas the night before casting. The <laughs> casting of Pod. The show talking music and movies about God. We had to pick films that fit in our premise, including the ones that were shining the dimmest. That's how Saving Christmas got on our radar. As poor of a choice as was Ralph Nadar. Our peers went to Star Wars with red leader Poe Dameron, while we stayed in and cringed through so much Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, the star of the show Growing Pains, whose IMDb is now riddled with stains. He can't help but want to keep speaking his truth through the way of the master and his flick fireproof. This one's no exception with plenty of squirms and dad jokes and Kirk Cameron doing the worm. Last week we went out and we followed the star. This week it's just monologues inside a parked car. The movie lays out a super weird mission, including convincing us Santa's a Christian, convincing us pine trees are just future crosses, and materialism's good, so don't cut your losses. Overall, it's a film that will leave viewers skittish, including thinking Kirk Cameron's got a hot chocolate fetish. <laughs> we'll give it a toast or a roast that is holy with friends Jamie Woodham and Anthony Trolley. We watch Saving Christmas, so gather round, everyone, because we're going to talk about it today on Good Christmas Fun. <laughs> Christmas with a capital C. C. No happy holidays. No Kwanzaa. No Hanukkah. None of that. BSJK. I don't actually believe that. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Caroline, and welcome to Good Christmas Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have a little good Christmas fun. Caroline, what is this podcast? This podcast is a Make America Great Again podcast. Oh, we are Lord, MAGA. No. Lord, no, it's not. <laughs> no, uh, this MAGA, it, then I might gotta go. MAGA! <laughs> MAGA! <laughs> is that white supremacist Borat? <laughs> we is found Borat a new kind Borat. Of white supremacist already? I can't tell. He's a little racist. He uses racial slurs, so. This is a podcast about Christian pop culture. We talk about movies and music and TV shows and possibly book clubs someday. One day. Um, one day perhaps this is a show where we're not trying to preach to anyone or proselytize or make anyone go to church say hey let's go to brunch oh by the way i gotta make a stop and trick people oh let me pull my bible out real quick what's this just ask a book permission. i've been reading you gotta ask permission <laughs> much like louie you gotta ask before you take it out you whip it out we're also not here to bash anyone or anything in particular we're just here to check in and see what's what. No, it's not mean-spirited. We have an affection for these things at the end of the day. Yeah, some of these things. Some of them. Maybe not the one today, but uh, <laughs> some of these things. Very little affection for today. Caroline, how is your <laughs> heart? <laughs> well, Kevin, it's appropriate you said ho, 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 because in my heart, I'm feeling a little bit like Santa right now. Why is that? Because I'm 
Oh no! <laughs> it's from Barney. Oh my gosh! It is so. It's very heavy. Heavy. It's from Barney's. Is this Hello Fresh? <laughs> Do I open it on the air? Yeah, open it on the air. Whoa! Merry Christmas, Kev. <gasps> you got me chi- a bag of Chick Fil A ice. <laughs> I want I want listeners to hear what that sounds. Oh, like. Oh yeah, that's it's a, so good. That's Kevin Crack. In this a is bag. all I wanted. I'm gonna put it in between my thighs because what do I care? Virgin Champagne party of one. <laughs> and then there's also a little, uh, not box, but something maybe the shape of a vinyl mm. wrapped in. Or a big old paper. calendar. Maybe. Oh, perhaps. A book. Let's see what it is. This is <gasps> Twin Peaks on vinyl. <laughs> Twin Peaks music from the limited event series on final. Oh, what a sweet yeah, gift. And you like that. Thank you so much. Crazy Christmas time. Truth be told, I was going to give your present on the next episode. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. But of course I was going to do it on air to prove to people that our friendship is real. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the only way I can do anything anymore. What's that? <laughs> on on a podcast. I do feel like anytime I'm talking to you and it's not on a mic, it's kind of like, what do we do? Let's <laughs> waste the time. Like we're kind of wasting energy save it. here. Yeah. Sure. We mostly just do chit chat. But yeah, it's it's not beyond that. Well, now my heart is pretty fantastic. Yay. Yeah. How is your heart? Yours. Tell me more. Well, uh, you know, I had dental surgery just... Hours ago. With Dr. Visage Baba Ganushian. It's not that, it's but I not. can't remember it. <laughs> it's That's a long gonna name. Sound, but he's a good friend of ours. He's, he's a, a good, good doctor. He's a dentist. nice dentist, man. He's great. We love him. Dr. B. So, so I was really scared about my ma- mouth being half numb when we recorded this. That oh, wasn't yeah. the case, PTL. Uh, also, had a fantastic time at PodCon, the first, hopefully, annual PodCon. Yeah. Oh, this right. past weekend in Seattle, it'll be a couple weekends as of uh, releasing this. Mm-hmm. But Hank Green, the McElroy brothers, the Nightville squad, Craner and Fink and Gabby Dunn. and All, all the bad boys. All the bad boys of podcasting. <laughs> we had a blast. We had a blasty blast. Anna Lore, our old friend Anna Lore from back in the day. Yeah. You looked at me like you wanted me to say something, but I'm not allowed to talk. <laughs> right. But I just want to connect to you. So up. please shut up. <laughs> Can you please just... Shut up for once. Um, Lauren Shippen, the whole Bride Sessions crew. It was a fantastic time. Oh, it was I'm like, jealous. It sounds so fun. It was like podcast camp, and we got to be the counselors. Was everyone like, where's Caroline? Where's Where's your better half? Where's Caroline? Yes. I was looking up more forward to her than you. There were some people that said, hey, tell Caroline, I just wrote a paper. There's one girl in particular, forgive me because I'm forgetting your name. But she came up to me at one of the events and she said, I wrote a paper about women in communication and as it relates to, it might be sexuality or religion. Uh-huh. And she cited you what? in the paper. No way. Yeah, that's a real true thing. Well, hey, send me that paper, whoever you are. Yeah, I told her to. So hopefully I'm going to we'll call you Caroline Jr. GoodChristianFindGmail.com. So my heart's great. My mouth, not so much, but my heart. Getting better. Yeah, it gets better. It gets better in the mouth. It gets better in the mouth. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. (laughs) But today's topic, speaking of getting better in the mouth, today's topic is saving Christmas. I'm going to say speaking of whatever we just said and always transition. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Saving Christmas. A movie, you wouldn't believe it, but it was made in 2014. Unbelievable. Three years ago. Yeah. Three Christmases ago. Oh, yeah. And this movie was so important to us that... We didn't just need one guest to talk about it. Mm-mm. We needed two. So we're going to have to introduce those people right now. Oh, boy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know them from the world of podcasting, maybe from his own podcast, Best of Friends, or his other one, Lo- 
tragedy plus time or something. <laughs> they don't even do that. They already know I'm here. Jamie Woodham and Anthony Trollope. <laughs> yes. It was only off for like four episodes. Literally like <laughs> Finally we can talk. It's just it's like your praise to the Lord. Oh, there we go. Come on, everybody. Praise to the Lord. I can never tell it. Come on, guys. You don't know every word? I'm head bobbing. You were the first intro we did. For this show, Anthony Trolley, yeah, where we played this song. I can't say I went home and was like, I gotta know that song now. <laughs> and we won't be asking him back. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Guys. Yeah. Honestly, I thought it was nice that they knew me and Jamie were here before. It was like kids who peek at their presents before Christmas. I would never do that. Yeah, I gotta... The I, shout's on the intro, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I also happened to Instagram story... At Jay Woodham, I mean, if you want to follow nice, him. Nice, uh, nice, it's nice. whatever. Uh, <laughs> Why did he just I, say, are you yeah, gargling I think you're water? follow him at, at, uh, <laughs> at, at Jay Woodham. And uh, the uh, you know, is a part of the handle. Uh, it's U-H-H-H-H. <laughs> thousands and thousands of followers join the movement. But uh, I storied my unspeakable reaction to this sure, movie. Sure, sure. And I had like five or six people respond, and they were just like, oh, shit, are you doing good Christian fun? <gasps> Wow! But I said nothing because I want to keep the mystery alive. Damn, yeah. boy, thank and, you. Um, hey, and that's I, professional of you. Yeah, well, also I, they were um, strangers, and I was like, "Get out of my DMs." Yeah, I didn't Instagram story this because I'm a professional uh, when it comes to podcasts. Oh, okay. oh I, interesting. No one even knows I'm here right now. Well, is that what being a professional means? Is yeah, no one knows your location? Uh, I'm sorry, but the fans. Like, I'm gonna they go ahead knew. and call this and say I really do appreciate Jamie's like guerrilla marketing style, like mm-hmm, kind of a mm-hmm. teaser tactic, like mm. build the mystery. Mm. It's very Kanye. That's kind of my mo in general. <laughs> yeah, I see it. You know yeah, yeah. the best guerrilla marketing, King Kong. <laughs> no, why? Wow. I'm taking your ice back. No, I want it. No, it's take fine. It's fine. Back. It's fine. It's a gift you can't take. take back. Do you want me to put that in the freezer? The uh, no, I'll probably eat it all by the end of the. Oh, on my good, new good screw ice. in my GCI. Good you have a screw ice. in your tooth? It's an implant, so they oh, do yeah. screw it in. And I will say, oh, gee, everyone's so fake in this town. Anthony, we've heard a little bit about your background and your cereal making out at church camps yeah. across the country. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, what's your background with church stuff? With faith? with the lord first of all you boys in the building uh i want to <laughs> shout out trolley for apparently making out with people at church camp yeah it was cool <laughs> so much hey, big yeah, ups. if you'd like hey. to hear that go back to episode Honestly, one and give it a listen it's very episode, two. Yeah. episode two you i know i know couldn't have done it without the man upstairs uh <laughs> do you credit god every time you make out with <laughs> shout out yeah i always I, <laughs> whenever you always stop making out do you go amen amen <laughs> No, how else, I, how else will she know that you, you know? I do what like baseball Aww. players do, and I just like, I do like the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, kiss my fingers, throw it yep. up in the air. Yep. And then take those fingers in the air. And then put them up. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm having a put lot. Them up your butt? No. Yep. I'm having is a lot of said? trouble determining what the tone of this podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like literally everyone who's ever heard it. It's tight, where we prompt tight. you to start talking and then we all talk for a long I'm time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's oh, your background, no. buddy? We are sorry. That's all good. I dabbled in the baptism. I mean, literally, I was baptized as a baby, I guess. But yes. then. Uh, and you were dabbing while you were doing it. I was. And you they, invented the dabtism. Yeah. They, they were <laughs> yeah. like, what is that? And again, people were like, you'll know. Just pay <laughs> attention. Yeah, what? Oh, that's great. Dabtism. I like it. I now uh, want to get baptized again just so I can do it. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that on a live show or something. And the heavens open up and God says, I am like, pleased. <laughs> Finally. 
<laughs> you finally cracked the one so true religion. You were religion. baptized as a baby, and did you do Sunday school and church and all that? Uh, I went to Sunday school one time. That was it. Not cool enough. I had well, I had a you, little. You got bit what of you a, needed out of it. <laughs> here, here's the deal. Uh, I don't know how blue we're allowed to be on this thing. As but, uh, blue as the Christmas that we're celebrating. As All blue right. as a little reindeer's keister. Well, it's, it's maybe it's maybe a little more a uh, <laughs> little more brown than blue. But uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting in Sunday school one time. Mm-hmm. It was like the first time I'm going. It's probably like seven or eight. It was like really little. Oh. And uh, we're sitting in Sunday school. I'm kind of confused what's going on because like the teacher isn't answering answering any questions which I feel like is maybe just a staple of Sunday school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I uh, I got to pass some gas. I'm going to be real in- <laughs> incognito Tom Cruise about this. Gorilla style. Gorilla style. I was like, I need to gorilla style pass some gas real quick. And long story short, your boy lifted up and passed a little more than gas. <laughs> oh, no. So, and so then I was like, uh, wait, you're one and only time that you went to Sunday school? This is I Caroline's dream. This yes. is Caroline's dream yes. anecdote right now. Uh, How old were you at this point? Like seven. Oh, uh, I was very young. And so, uh, and so I was like, uh, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. And they were like, okay, cool. It's like down the hall, blah, blah, blah. I went to the bathroom and did not come back. <laughs> uh, uh, I did that one time where I threw up in, in Sunday school. I just vomited while we were making a play. Like on like, the table? On the ground, but it was like violent. And I went to the bathroom and never came back. So Yeah, I, I went to the bathroom and then I went to like the payphone in this. Because I don't know, it was probably in like... Uh, 1985 like, uh, and, yeah you well, went no, it was, it, it was in an elementary box. school <laughs> it was like at a real school but it was sunday so it was empty so i just like went and found a random phone somewhere and i called my parents oh. and i was like yeah this isn't gonna work out you guys need to come yeah, pick boy, me up dumped his <laughs> <laughs> all, all you had to say as a kid is mom it happened again and she's like i'm i'm already there i'm literally i've been waiting really? we have a code brown yeah, yeah. Code and so now brown. i'm like was that like an indicator of what my relationship with religion was going to be like? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not feeling this. There's one way I can get out of this and never have to go back. Uh, I wasn't r- raised in a religious household. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then for a, a little while in high school, um, I went to a Baptist church mm-hmm. uh, with like one of my best friends. It was a, it was a really small, I guess, relatively chill uh, but yeah, so, so, you, so that, your that friend invited it. you in to that, and you kind of went willingly. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then I—I I mean, I just dug like the the people that were there. It was really small, so it was like fun, and mm-hmm. like everyone was chill, and we would do things like uh, I think I mentioned before we hit record, like we went like ice skating and things like that. Awesome. You can uh, still do that now. Wait. What? Yeah, this whole time. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's oh, crazy. How do you think you're gonna get in? How do you think you're gonna get into an ice rink if you're not in a church group? Well, there's usually like just oh. a general admission you can pay. Yeah, like you we can just basically a church group. Like we can night. go now. We, <laughs> we can put a pin in this podcast and just go no, right now. We're Let's not do that. gonna do that. Okay, right now. Guys, no. we have to be. We you're have right. to be here. We're gonna do that as a special bonus episode <laughs> next year. The on skate the cast. Okay, so before we move on, so you that was kind of the end of your church experience from there. Would you say? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Was there any point where you're like, I think I believe in God? Or were you always kind of on the fence and were like, no, 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 I think uh, I've always believed in a, a higher power. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I 
words are weird because they're all loaded and especially words like agnostic make you sound like a neck beard but that's what i said uh, oh. and you also have well you don't really have a neck no he doesn't i don't <laughs> he turned it. it is very well manicured you're right. I it, it, it is last you're night. right i was gonna say it's a well, tight yeah. border nice. on that mm. <laughs> very good Nice. You're not alone if you're agnostic. I was. I said that uh, last time. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that that is what I, I think I'd classify myself um, as. It just for has this like, episode, you know, if one you of guys things. could refer to it as agnostic, oh, I'd appreciate that. yeah. Thank you. Caroline, you're a Jeez. podcaster now. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. Sixteen yeah. episodes. In. I'm out of here. <laughs> Wait, no, you can't leave. Nope, I'm done. You're oh, really good man. at this. That Retired was, on top. That was special. That was Wasn't nice. It? I liked that a lot. She's got the special sauce, yo. That was. Guys, keep, so, keep so, going. So that's kind of your your sass right now. Pretty agnostic, pretty pretty agnostic. Um, through high school and and some of college and stuff, I was very interested in theology. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why like, is that? Just from a like an academic standpoint, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, like where I I've read like all the different holy books and oh wow, like oh, wow. the the history and and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Just to just because I, I found it kind of interesting at the time, at least I don't anymore. It's not it. It's very annoying at at this point. But yeah, it's stupid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like so. It's like so dumb. No, I'm dumb. But uh, no, I mean at, at the time I thought it was interesting and you know trying to like tra- yeah, trace no, religion back. Religion is fascinating. Like yeah. why people believe things and where things originated from mm-hmm. and all that. And how a lot of it can like merge in or has similar yeah, legends yeah. in it. And it, it. It's like all the superhero movies. Like they're all the same story basically. Well, I remember what. I remember Damon Lindelof citing at one point in an interview about Lost because it was so informed by like a mishmash of philosophy and religious stuff. And he said just just from a storytelling perspective, not even from a like, I believe it, but but a lot of the storytelling that occurred in the Old and New Testament was really fascinating to him. He's like, oh, that just from like A to B to C, Mm -hmm. that stuff is you know what mm-hmm. sets me on fire, and that's what I'm into. And that's interesting. Not even from a like, I, I must live my life this way, but just on a pure storytelling level and structurally, mm-hmm. he was inspired by that. So sway, slay, pray every day. Mm. Fundamental. Jesus is bay. Monumental. <laughs> environmental. Sorry, I have been obsessing over the horrible freestyle <laughs> after the credits from Saving Christmas, <laughs> from which that was a direct quote. Oh, we and also, oh, I forgot about that. And also, wait, 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 wow. that was a thing. And also, the you didn't stick around. I didn't stick around after the credits. I was like, I can't wait for this to be over. This is insane. Uh, yeah, it's it gets kind of dark too. That rap at the end, guys. I think we're diving into the topic though. Yeah. All right. So the topic. Is saving Christmas. Saving a Christmas. Movie? The, a movie? Perhaps. It is I think a movie there's with unique, a question mark. unique quotation marks in there somewhere. Well, the, yeah. the thing that struck me about it is, and I haven't I haven't actually seen this movie, but it felt like the cinema the, the evangelical cinematic equivalent to an inconvenient truth. Yeah. <laughs> Where it is just like a series of PowerPoints. I feel like it was um it was like those scenes that they do in history shows where yeah, they're trying to have you know to reenactment, yeah, but they're like yep. replaying it and trying to really draw it out because you need a while to tell Hitler's yeah. like childhood or mm-hmm. something. There was just it's like that mixed in with just a lot of mansplaining in a car. Let's watch the trailer for Saving Christmas and see how they decide to market this movie. Do you ever feel like Christmas has been hijacked? Do I? Yeah. 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 <laughs> How's he doing? Is he okay? Oh, he's fine. Really, he's just. He's just not into Christmas this year, that's all. 
By all the commercialism and those who want to replace Merry Christmas with Happy Holidays or Season's Greetings, whatever that means. You okay? This is not what Christmas is all about. Some want to pull down every manger scene and tell us why our favorite Christmas traditions are wrong. Newsflash, not in the Bible. That's a pagan idol symbol. It was the winter solstice. Jesus was not born in December. It's exactly what the Druids did. It's like a carjacking, but like of our religion. And guess what? Santa got in the car, kicked Jesus out, and was like, rolling, 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 and took, and just took it. Isn't it time somebody spoke up? Everything you see inside there, it's all about Christmas. It's all about Jesus. your favorite to back. You love Christmas and you want it to be all about what it's all about. This Christmas, dive headfirst into all of the joy. Dude, the they didn't dance, even get the real voiceover the trailer celebration. guy. It's they Kirk. got Kirk Cameron Kirk. doing it. Uh, he was around. Kirk loves doing voiceovers. That glorify the true reason for the season. They put that in the trailer. Ooh, work, Holy Spirit. Ha! Can I get an amen? I yeah. See, it's not just for whites. Yeah. Join me and my family, and together, let's put Christ back into Christmas. Okay. Well, that's that's wild too. Because you know, it's been there that whole time. It's in the word. And I would argue <laughs> that that lasting tagline at the tail of it, that's not what the movie's about. Yeah, if anything, it's quite the opposite. It's yeah. not let's put the Christ back in Christmas. It's let's make Santa and Jesus the same that's, guy. Yeah, that was the weird thing. This was so like not what I expected. I thought it was Me going neither. to be, yeah, talking about like, oh, people say happy holidays and yeah. no one like believes in Jesus anymore. Literally not that. It was Christians arguing with other Christians about how to like do yeah. Christian like Christmas more. That was one of like, the godly. That was one of the surprisingly few things that I enjoyed about this was in his prologue, I guess you'd call it. <clears throat> when, you know, uh Kurt Cameron Welcome everyone. I am so glad you're here. When, when he gave up any semblance of like trying to make this a narrative film and is like, I'm just going to start by talking to the audience. For so and, long. Yeah, for like 13 it, minutes, like, mostly about hot chocolate. I honestly thought there was, there was I, I got, I was that early on when I thought this is all the movie is. This is just going to mm-hmm. be him like for an hour and a half going, I love Christmas. I love everything about it. I love trees. I love lights. He takes such long, awkward pauses between things. Like he is for someone who has a career because he was he started out as an actor. He is such a bad a, actor. He's supposed to be a professional actor and he's he, he hired Again, on, I mean we're we're just throwing around a lot of words like movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> acting. Yeah. Okay. Larry, here's an example of one of those pauses perhaps. And I love hot chocolate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my favorite my and favorite I love hot one chocolate. out of context was I love, he goes, he goes, I love trees. I love, I love, uh, you know, ornaments. I love kids. Like, he yeah, says, I it love was. Yeah, he says, I 
love kids. I love okay, kids. Okay, so quick breakdown uh, for those yeah, of you who are, who are not going to watch this movie, which is totally so is fine. The, I would recommend not watching it for people. I listening. would recommend watching really? it with your I friends. I would recommend. Yeah, I, I actually and would. fast forwarding if you need to. But I, okay, I'm going to break it down real quick. So Kirk opens up. He's like, "Christmas, no one likes it anymore. Everyone's boo boohooing." Finger to the pulse, this guy. Yeah, and so then it, then they're like at a Christmas party with his sister and his brother-in-law is sulking in the corner and saying his like, real sister his real too. sister oh what was that really yeah, yeah. Candace not Candace no, Cameron Bird oh, it was the like other different one. sister it was, like, okay. yeah. was it like Bernadette Cameron Bernadette Peters Bird Bernadette Br- I, oh, I Peters. think it was Bridget I think it was Bridget so <laughs> he goes and finds that brother-in-law who is now chilling in his car to like escape this kind of awful looking Christmas party who, by it was, like way, children screaming yeah it does look like yeah. a really shit <laughs> it looks party. like a nightmare it looked like a nightmare also he directed the movie so then uh, so then Kirk goes and, and does his favorite thing which is confronting and explaining to people why they're wrong Kirk's explaining <laughs> so the Kirk's the brother-in-law he he brings up like look at this christmas party no one's celebrating jesus the nativity scene is stuffed in the corner everyone's just eating and like it's all about commercialism and materialism it's like these people are like enjoying themselves all like very good (laughs) points like so you think you're gonna be like whoa maybe this is where kirk maybe (laughs) addresses his problems but kirk just literally goes you're wrong what if everything you said was wrong so then he proceeds documentary style to like go kind of like element by element describing why various Christmas things are actually super, super Christian, like the Christmas tree and Santa. It's a whole lot of retconning. And what was the third and thing he did? It, w- it went the shroud. Oh, yeah. And then Christmas the trees and then Santa. St. Nicholas. Um, yeah. All ending also with a stack of presents, which he points out are uh, a m- new city on a, a hill or something. skyline for Bethlehem. <laughs> Man. And never addresses actually like the problem this guy has of like, why isn't Jesus more important for yeah. that? It's just so unexpected mm-hmm. that Kirk is like let's lean in on the like secular yeah. parts of Christmas and they get <laughs> they get progressively more ridiculous well I would have I would have if if I would have been so much more forgiving if he just said okay this is a stretch but like yeah. if everything <laughs> <laughs> that was the the yeah the yeah if, if, if everything he's like because because the, they kind of just can you be, break down one of them that he said because they're sure. all so bonkers well, this oh, is, can i play one actually oh yeah, Maybe yeah, that'd yeah, be helpful. can i act one now out. mind you can I, <laughs> let me just explain really quick the whole movie like the whole thing is just bringing up a different bullet point about christmas and, and then, then kirk, refuting it yeah. yeah kirk explaining why it's important or why it's related to Jesus. Yeah. And that's entertainment. Oh, and then interspersed every once in a while is these two other guys that are talking about how there's a war on Christmas, but, but they're made out to be like crazy scene. conspiracists. It's, it's not even a B story. It's a B scene. Oh, that's right. It's just they only scene. show one scene. It is so cringeworthy the way that the non-white actors in this movie are written. Is my... Oh, it's a my it's favorite like an epidemic in Christian movies. Isn't yeah, it? the black yeah. people are kind of the comic relief, like a very narrow oh, stereotype totally. well, every time. Yeah, they're all they very. It's it's always like this. Like no no minority speaks normally. I, this movie has ingrained itself into me, and so just let me <sighs> let me act out uh, the entrance of the first. Uh, non-white character. We now mm-hmm. take you to the entrance of the first The entrance of the first character. non-white character. Christian is sulking. So we've had lily white, sad Cri- white men. Christian is sulking and up comes uh, who we assume is a friend of his who says, my main man Christian. And then he looks up and says, sup DeAndre, how you been? Oh no. Yeah. That, that actor's weird. name, by the way, David Shannon. 
David. Oh, no. <laughs> David oh Shannon. That's uh, funny. Yeah, and, and playing the part of DeAndre is David Shannon. David Shannon. <laughs> I I was so like that moment. I was like, oh god, this is. I thought it like there that's was when times, I knew this was gonna yep. be a good movie. You guys didn't like this joke. You guys in your verses really need to work on your exegesis. Extra Jesus. Man, I've had my extra Jesus ever since I was baptized for the second time. So a lot of that. If I, I mean, not- you have to have some compassion for David because he is carrying the entire comedic weight of this movie on his shoulders. Well, luckily, it's a very so light load. Lightest <laughs> <laughs> load. Well, and what's funny is I think I think um, I I feel like I know that kind of guy that I think. Was it Daryl Dwayne or whatever the hell the name of the director is? The kind of guy. It's like, it's like Dwan. Yeah, it's something. It's Dwani Dwuni. Well, it's like your dad's friend who's like very convinced of like he's a little full of himself and he wants to be self aware, but he's not really. And especially the fact that it's self directed too. It's like that th- weird thing with Woody Allen movies or anytime Zach Braff puts himself in a movie. It's like, yeah, like he's trying to do a caricature. Of you himself? thought this was really funny. Oh, uh, this one I just That's put funny. Dwayne sucks. This is this is a complete hijacking. This is a hijacking, high-handed, hijacking, handedness jacking. It's like a carjacking, but like of our religion. And guess what? Yeah, it felt very Kirby. It was clearly, they outlined it. Because the whole thing is like, it's Kirk Cameron, his real sister, the guy who directed the movie. It is obviously Kirk Cameron's home. It is probably Kirk Cameron's GMC SUV. It's basically like a whole actually, movie slightly elevated into when they go to the car. They put in theaters. They show the license plate. Oh no! Like, yeah, there it, was a lot of it's stuff. Just a, yeah. It's just a California it's license a plate. Card a lot of logos in this movie. Like <laughs> oh, you, you don't normally yeah, put he had that logos. Figure shirt on. Yeah, there I was, think they just assume no one's gonna watch yeah. this. So, so much stoli. I just, I just overall Edgy. done. Oh yeah, I was gonna play that clip of like the the cross explanation with the trees. Let's let's listen oh yeah so this is kirk explaining like oh the christmas tree that's not just a superfluous christmas thing the bible begins with trees (laughs) okay not really but this is like the math lady meme on twitter the first adam stole was put back on the tree by the last adam when he himself hung on a wooden cross okay little girl looking up So when you walk into a Christmas tree lot, okay, I want you to see hundreds of crosses <laughs> that will never be used because of Jesus' finished work. There's your like, logic. First of all, did it? What? What? I don't know. It's what? just like this happens so many times in the movie where it just like the, there is a story happening. He could have like, been like, and trees we said, are made of or paper made of trees, and the Bible was written. On this could have been paper. a five minute scene. <laughs> it could have been a five minute scene. And they can I read a, a, uh, what a critic movie. said yeah. real quick? They said, "Had Saving Christmas run any longer, Cameron would have no doubt found a way to find the divinity in Frosty, Rudolph, the Grinch, peppermint bark, the Elf on the Shelf, frosted cranberry hand soap." And Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. <laughs> Elf. <laughs> the letter L, Leviticus. Just the stretches the Bible. he goes is are so it's crazy. Ridiculous. It feels we like a like, TED talk. Like it feels yeah. like the yeah, worst TED talk of, of all time. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I, I agree with you, and that was my expectation from the trailer. It's like, oh, it's gonna be like a happy holidays dog whistle that's like vaguely mm-hmm. anti-Semitic mm-hmm. or intolerant, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is like, no, mainstream Christianity as the way is it. The way it expresses itself, sans Jesus as a part of the narrative, is good. Mm-hmm. But I just, yeah. it maybe so has raised, but in, 
I don't know if you can speak to this too, but like, I feel like I didn't get that a lot growing up where it's like, well, that's Santa. That's not Jesus. Like there wasn't, I didn't grow up with a, with a, a family or within a community that was like, we really got to reconcile. A f- re- yeah. Rudolph but that's why this, and, the, the and Santa. The thing about yeah. this is like, it, it seems like this movie's like primary audience is so few people. Like it, it seems like it's like Christians within Christians. Well, no, it's yeah. like uh-huh. it's like a tiny subset of like <laughs> American progressive Christians who are like they still they're on the fence about this whole Christmas holiday thing, right? And it, like it seems like this movie is literally for like a thousand people. Honestly, it felt it felt like it was like if this had come out now, I would have been like, oh, this is just commentary on the uh, Bernie Bros versus Hillary supporters of the, within the liberal party. <laughs> yeah, they do bring up <laughs> they bring up Halliburton at one point, which is interesting. Uh-huh, and and the Koch brothers, yeah. and, and, yeah. and they do make a reference to the documentary Loose Change in this movie. Yeah. Yes, direct. There were so many moments too where they'd start a storyline and it wouldn't just it wouldn't even be a storyline. Like I think one of my favorite ones was um he goes, Oh wow, that's so cool. You hired Santa and she goes, No, that's cousin Bill or Uncle Bill. And then oh, yeah. he goes he goes, Oh, really? And he, she goes, Yeah, he doesn't have a job. And he goes, Oh, that's too bad. And you're like, why is that f- what okay yeah, and like, like are we Bill's gonna learn a punchline he's kind of a sad person literally bill we learned doesn't have a job so his whole thing is just being santa and you're like i wonder if they're gonna talk to him at any point seems weird that they would establish this character nope they just for, go he doesn't have a job this was like any other christmas movie too or a lifetime movie even like which is the schmaltziest whatever they would have been like, like movie. and by the end of the movie they like bring uncle bill in and they find him a job and it's like you know something <laughs> but no that, it just ends on no. a punchline of like bill's got a drinking problem yeah like bill is poor like <laughs> yeah. that is the that and is like, the po- it does feel like a movie that overall lacks a lot of compassion because the emotional arc is a, one guy sees a problem with Christmas. Kirk Cameron convinces him to think like Kirk Cameron. The end, and then they all break dance. Yeah, and they are, do literally break dance. So they literally it ends in a hip hop dance. Yeah. I, if you, I don't know if you guys have shared the image at any point when this comes out of the the poster. Arguably the most misleading movie poster of all time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I it, it looks like Jingle All the Way. Yeah, it, it looks like Arnold a knockoff action like, hero. Yeah. He's swinging in on like a vine. Yeah. It the looks poster. like a knockoff Wahlberg brother, like <laughs> kicking down a wall of presents. Yeah. And he and he's like wielding a candy cane as a weapon. And then you throw it on, and it's like, "Hi, I'm Kirk Cameron. I'm going to talk to my brother-in-law in an SUV for the next hour and a half." I, I felt duped. Like if I had bought the ticket off of that poster alone, I would have been furious. I would have been like, "What is?" I thought this was. I think if be you a- give Kirk Cameron any money, you you deserve what you get. That's true. Whoa. <laughs> damning. But it, That's but it true. is. This is a movie that has a zero percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it really? And it's not like there's a big like audience backlash forever for it because i feel like for the movies we watch on this show like fireproof or christian mingle or even left behind his kirky's other movie the, the nicholas cage big vehicle, hit or, yeah no. the the 2001 <laughs> no Mr. prior Cameron. to that yeah so I, I mean on a very base technical level it's like the lights are set up it's competent it's shot on film it's, s- someone wrote and there's directed a, there's the an actor there's in a it. story yeah the director isn't also in the movie right and, <laughs> and I, the and the script wasn't a five-page outline yeah and i feel like so, there's so many variables that are out of people's control when they make a movie it's like maybe this will be good i don't know things that do seem in your control are like the technical aspects whether it be editing and literally like the cinematography Using a real camera 
Yeah, like like the cinematography, the lighting of a movie. And this was like, this is really <laughs> ugly. It was really ugly looking in a 2014 way. It was very high shutter speed, which is like a digital camera look. That looks like the first 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan, where everything's like really crystal clear. But instead of like a wartime scene, it's it's walking around. Kirk Cameron's sister is doing a dish. And <laughs> I like, guarantee you they shot this on a cannon. Can we talk about the redemption of Santa? The redemption of Santa. Okay, so this is the final of the three like tales. After which, each time Darren knockoff Joel Cohen looking mofo just says, you're right. That was cool. And yeah, you're really cool, Kirk Cameron. It over. <laughs> and here's Before the- you play this, I just want you to imagine, like it, it's, it's going to be terrible, like spoiler alert, but mm-hmm. what I what I want you to think is, is like while the cutaways were happening, they smoked a joint right before. That's pretty cool. It's awesome. <laughs> that does cool. work, it's Anthony awesome. Charles. Right. I get that. Yeah. Okay, so the Santa Claus. The official record says that at a critical moment during the council, record. Nicholas record? put the heretic areas to shame, not only by word, but also by deed, smiting him on the cheek. Oh yeah, I forgot there's dubstep. Isn't that wild? Oh so gosh. so Saint Nicholas. He beats up this, um, I don't know, he, he was like a... Some kind of council or something? It was the Council of Nicaea where yeah. they decided the Bible was going to be the Bible. That's where they picked the 66 books right. that mm-hmm. is the Bible. Oh, so he goes to further explain, like, they were disputing whether or not Jesus was even divine, like, whether he was God. <laughs> this guy and said so no, and so Santa beat the shit out of Yeah, they framed <laughs> it like he bust through the door and beat the shit okay, out of people, that and that's, like, like nicest, awesome. That was yeah. the nicest way of saying he literally just... Murdered like, somebody. He literally just assaulted someone for having different beliefs. Assaulted but, them into believing something. Yeah, and his his uh his lovely like misnomer for that was like uh he exerted this belief not only through word but through deed he by he, smiting him on the cheek. And uh-huh. it's like, no, he assaulted this. He dude. beats him with a he stick. He hauled off and hurt a person. He yeah. he <laughs> also just like I feel but, like I'm being assaulted into believing things but in this movie. When that yes, happened, yes. weren't you like, were you watching? Because I was watching it and I was like, now that is the movie. Like that's what this movie <laughs> no, should have been. Santa movie. Santa I mean, fighting people. Yeah, it's just I it's one been, more like unbelievable cog in this horrible machine he made. That like Santa is admirable because he beats people up like yeah. that's yeah. the angle no. you're going for on this christmas movie <laughs> can i just clarify something really quick because uh, there's probably a lot of listeners right now if you haven't seen the movie this is all part of the same movie by the way uh-huh. <laughs> the whole time we've been talking no, we're about not on one a tangent movie. this there is, is it. a yeah. jesus storyline a party storyline a uh santa storyline and i mean a very racially insensitive Mm-hmm. Freestyle storyline. Freestyle after the credits. There's a dan- sort of like the also Marvel a, teaser, a dance video, a dance storyline. <laughs> storyline is so generous. It's, but, yeah, it's none of these are stories. It They're does turn really. into a music video. Oh, we forgot end. to mention at the very beginning of the party, uh, they do a freeze frame, and Kirk goes, "Hey, everybody, that's me enjoying the party." <laughs> We already met him, by the way. Yep, no that's me. I it thought of you, Kevin, when that happened, because I just knew you were probably like, I love him. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> so when they, it's funny, because like right after that, you meet you meet Christian, who's the guy who's like a bummer of a time, and they show him, and he just hates Christmas, and he's looking around the party, and looks like he's going to murder somebody by the he, end of well, the night. Well, he's having a, what you learn very early on is that Christian 
uh, is a schizophrenic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it might be super, true. He's looking around the party, but the only effect they could use was like a green stink cloud over everything. <laughs> yeah, like it literally looks like an yeah, you episode see his of Goosebumps. Point of view on it, yeah. You get yeah. Slimer vision on. Yeah, that it was shot. like. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I know this sounds crazy, but when they first okay, so so the whole thing is like he's having a bummer of a time, and he doesn't want to bum everyone else out, so he goes to his he goes and sits in his car. Um, as all angry dads, as do. all you do, that's what you do. When oh, and you're they, and they, they, which I thought was a very polite thing to do. Uh, like I don't want to bum out the, the party in the driveway. See, if this were a story, that's exactly where you would expect to find you it. You would, no. and you would know that this character needs an intervention. <laughs> if this were, if okay. this were a story, because it most guys, certainly is not, guys. <laughs> He's chilling in his car, and he's like, this means an intervention. Like, he's been there before. But also, when they first showed him in the car, my first thought was like, oh, my God, he's in the garage. And he's like... <laughs> oh, no, like carbon monoxide. <laughs> in the carbon monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought I was like... Oh, you no. really did? And Kirk Cameron's going to save him from a suicide attempt? Yeah. I Again, like, the stakes would have been I, so much higher if you did that. No, but they didn't just then you would have Then you would have had a story. Literally, he's just checking his phone. No, that's he's story. out in his car... Like he's waiting for his wife to like wrap up at Costco. You know, it's like he's like his wife ran into somebody he doesn't know and he's just like, I just don't feel like putting up with people right now. I'm gonna go get the car. Let me let me ask this. Is there anything we liked about this movie or or anything that was surprising in a positive way? I think there's a lot of things that were surprising in negative ways. I don't I don't know if it's coming off wrong. I liked everything about you this love movie. this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I love this movie. No, uh, I it is coming. I will off say, <laughs> I, will, I will. I will say, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I was expecting like a schmaltzy, like Hallmarky kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Same. really, really uh, non-subtle. But I will say that this is eons ahead of those things. Like, I am so glad that this is the movie. I had to watch as opposed to something <laughs> like The Shack or sure. Fireproof or something. Like this was enjoyable to watch on a Tommy Wiseau like the room level. It it truly was. I think this movie is bad in a way that's interesting. It it is bad in a way that is truly good and that's why I think this is as good an opportunity as any to announce that uh much in the in the vein of the disaster artist <laughs> I am currently in pre-production on Saving Saving Christmas. Yes. The yes. the behind the scenes story. The Lord has answered our prayers. Yep. I would love to play the starring sister. Your, I don't know if you're looking truly. yet, but I'll uh, be here. I, I will be playing, uh, you know, much like uh, James Franco uh, helming that production. Sure. I, I will be playing Kirk Cameron, uh, and I'm happy to announce that uh, Anthony Trolley will be playing uh, the writer director, yep, uh, whose name none of us cared or know. Oh, Trolley, you're too likable to play. That yeah, guy. I, I mean, he truly was one of the most. It was one that before he said a word, and it was just that shot of him being discussed at the party. I was like, I hate this face. I don't like yep. this face. I don't well, like that's looking when they, at this. When they face. showed him, I was like, I was like, guarantee that's the writer director. Well, what were you gonna say? I, I uh, I'd say actually, I I liked him. If we were talking about what we liked about this movie, mm-hmm. I liked that he seemed to bring up actually valid points about christmas maybe or at least like what we should yeah. try to be thinking about like, <laughs> and then was it completely and then dismissed was, by yeah, a lunatic <laughs> and then was quashed but yeah like uh, that he was at least someone who was trying to examine like what are we doing here what is this and not that these things are necessarily bad but he was searching for like 
the meaning, yeah. I guess. And I was like, oh, I appreciate that. But then I was very shocked to see that he was like sure. the villain of the story. <laughs> well, that's what is well, so interesting about this movie. And I think, you know, will we'll obviously be one of the, the main threads in Saving Saving Christmas is <laughs> that he, he is correct all throughout that like I, I think it's correct i think no matter you know how religious you are or, or what your affiliation is when it comes to to celebrating christmas i think it's pretty indisputable that like uh you know christmas trees and santa claus aren't really connected to like the the, the christian origins of the holiday yeah. but most people reconcile that in a, a normal human non-kurt cameron kind of way that's like yeah, we can have both. That. Like, yeah, you can like, celebrate the meaning fun. of something and have fun with, like, your friends and family. But right. instead, he basically gaslights this guy into believing that all of this stuff actually is like, based no, in religion. no, it's not just fun. He literally talks him out of three true beliefs using, like, twisted adaptation it was like holiday appropriation it was was like really odd to me I don't know the the weird thing too and you kind of brought this up earlier it was like I well I in my house we didn't believe in Santa because my mom was like you know, what? there isn't some oh, yeah. random guy that's I didn't like, believe there's, in Santa there's good and evil. Yeah. Well, actually, the reason she said she didn't want to do that, too, because she's like, she didn't want to lie to us because she felt really betrayed as a kid when she found out her parents had been lying what? to her this whole time. That sounds um, like a her thing. Yeah, yeah a little bit. You gotta but, work on that. Yeah, yeah. and so then I... <laughs> oh, come guys. Come on, chill out. She does. Um, she's a sweet no, lady, she's I'm great. sure. <laughs> you have a... <laughs> you better. I've but met you and you're sweet. Therefore, oh, I can only... Okay. You know, I am a the apple doesn't fall um, yeah. but the, But what I was expecting, too, was like... Like how Christians treat Halloween, you know, of like, oh, we can do some of the fun parts, but like, we don't really believe in monsters. Right. Like, those aren't we real. call it a harvest festival. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. And and you could do that with Christmas. You could be like, well, Santa's cool. He's not real, but he was a saint, you know, but we don't need to talk about him, yeah. you know, but instead he's like brought it into the fold of like our Christian. Like, yeah. There's a kind of desperation. Something. You know what? And I do feel this sometimes. And this isn't a perfect analogy, but it's like you don't need to justify it. You can just be like, I like this for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I and I feel this sometimes when pastors uh reach for sermon examples <laughs> in some ways where it's like, well, you know, some would say Moulin Rouge is the book of Hosea and Satine <laughs> yeah. is Gomer, so which is what I heard a lot. Oh, yeah. really? They yeah. said Moulin Rouge there was is the a story gr- of Hosea? Uh, not a pastor, but a group of friends of mine were like, guys, Moulin Rouge is Hosea. And they were convinced of it in a way that was really even at the time, I was like, I don't think so. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's Orpheus in the underworld. They're like, no, it's Hosea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's a thing where it's like, I don't understand. I, I don't, it, it's, it's a weird, almost like American imperialism where it's like, oh, there's that thing over there that seems counter to my culture. Well, let's conquer it and make it about this culture. Right. And, and to the point where I think I can play this last clip and then we can kind of give it a roast or a toast. This line really sums up the insanity of this movie because I don't know, I don't know a soul on earth who would agree with the following statement. It's unreal. And and we'll listen to it and then we'll talk about it. And don't buy into the complaint about materialism during Christmas. (laughs) Sure, don't max out your credit cards or use presents to buy friends. But remember, this is a celebration of the eternal God taking on a material body. So it's right that our holiday is marked with material things. Things we can see with our eyes and touch with our hands and look upon. 
Ribbons, decorations, hot chocolate, lights, presents, giant hams, stuffing, fudge, Christmas cards, and more hot chocolate piled high he with whipped to, cream. He wants to have sex with hot chocolate. <laughs> Again, if he just started if that you, with... If you if, click, if you follow the link below, you can find my Kirk Cameron store where you can find all off. sorts of merchandise. So I've been purposely avoiding this line because it's such the cherry on top of this crazy movie mm-hmm. of this unbelievable point that he tries to make that materialism is a very much a part of the season which again every other christmas movie is like don't buy into just the presents or the shopping or whatever make it about the love you share <laughs> not god is presents oh and then like god. literally the, the like christian like movie a... god is a material god yeah that was god god loved every episode of sex in the city yeah <laughs> like, like yeah. what but like again if he just started murder. that if he just started that with with Okay, this is a stretch, but you'd be like, okay, yeah, it's a stretch, but at least you <laughs> you knew that. Yeah, it's he's, a, no, he's like, it's a charming little argument for and why it's we the should authority go with which he says yeah. those things. And I think sometimes when when we say things, whether it's a Christian faith belief or whatever worldview, where it's like, no, it's this, and it did click for me, Caroline, when you pointed out. Oh, clip out that part where he's like, yeah, you're wrong about all that, all that, and it's and insane. it's so smug. Well, like, yeah. he's just he's just like he's like. Here's You're the thing. wrong. This You're wrong. is not what Christmas is all about. I hear you. I get it. My man. <laughs> Iffy. <laughs> but this is all wrong. This is all wrong. No. No. You're all wrong. But yeah, but, that moment. <laughs> well, it reminded me of like, I think it triggered for me a lot of very confident, um, braggadocious evangelical men that walk with a certain swagger oh, yeah. that honestly, I I still know a lot of, and I'm so mm-hmm. friends with. Where almost the cadence with which he was speaking is oh, like it that it, it perfectly captures the American uh, Christian passive aggression. Yeah, yeah and then, and like, then, like you can speak your piece, but yeah, with like you, a little smirk, I'll exactly, be like, yeah. can we just talk about really quick? <laughs> I, there's just one thing I, I just want to talk yeah. about. So Christian at one point. Like, just, okay, so Christian finally accepts, like, oh, my God, I've been a total asshole this entire movie hanging out in my car. Except not really. He's just a schizo. He can't help Yeah, it. exactly. Just trying to carbon monoxide Mental myself. Mental health is real. <laughs> and I got to go enjoy Christmas with my family. So, <laughs> he does the same thing where he throws open his doors uh, to his house, or oh, Kirk's God. house. Um, DeAndre, a.k.a. Uh, mostly known as David, um, <laughs> says... <laughs> Oh, no, watch out. Or I don't even know. I something along those lines. And then that, that's the direct quote. He, uh, Christian proceeds in slow motion to run. He does they, a penguin slide. He does yeah. a penguin slide on the tile into presence. And people are like, yeah, that's normal. They're like, yeah. They, they cheer. They cheer. Like that was the purest demonstration of Christmas spirit. <laughs> like, and then he, he gets like, it. He finally gets it. Just like the ending of it. Christmas Carol when Scrooge just yeah. slid through the street. No, and, and, and Scrooge then he, does like, the worm. And then he spear. And then he like spear tackled like the drunk Santa. Oh yeah, yeah. he like jumped on his yeah. lap. Another slow mo. Like, do you know how this this pans out? This is this would be me explaining it the next day. 
Uh, yeah, I was at a Christmas party, and, uh, okay, like, everything was fine, like, everyone was, like, having a good time. Then this, like, middle-aged man, I didn't really meet him, he was kind of being a dick the entire night, like, just disappeared. He was just, like, on his phone a lot, he was just, he's, he's, he's sorry. Yeah, like, kind of, like, whatever, doing his own thing, and, like, that was fine, you know, he, he kind of, like, peaced out for a little bit, like, then this dude, who I haven't even met yet, runs back into the house <laughs> front slides into the the tree into oh, yeah. all the presents oh, and, yeah. I, and i i know you're thinking like wow that's insane like somebody should have stopped him and been like are you okay like <laughs> well, are you drunk is what's going on or did you have a stroke in the car what happened no he proceeds to get up and then tackle santa who was by the way this like broke alcoholic guy um <laughs> which was just weird and like no one talked about that well, but then and I felt crazy cuz I thought like oh this he just like rammed all the presents that was bad but everyone just started cheering it's and then dancing and then it turned into <laughs> and then and if, if that wasn't enough he you thought he was going to kiss his wife but <laughs> Instead, he brought out a terrible hip hop crew. I forgot yeah, about then this. Uh, then like six people who weren't at the party yet just showed up and started <laughs> dancing. It was like eighteens, but the worst. Like it was the B- it was the B teens. It was definitely the B teens. One girl was like kind of out of frame for most of the dance know, one too. Of them was like out of sync a they couldn't bit, just capture it. I want to say this. They they the, you know the, a lot of they talk about directors a lot. They talk about Clint Eastwood how mm-hmm. he just does like one or two takes. Right, mm-hmm. we got it. Oh, we got it exactly he but goes home and yells at his chair i yeah, think yeah. what's amazing is Dwayne. uh he's more of a <laughs> we're gonna Dwayne? i don't know we're gonna it's run like, it's like david Dwayne or some shit. he doesn't even do takes he goes he goes this is why you tape rehearsal we got it let's move on to the next shot <laughs> nothing is is crisp in, this, in, in all like, fairness though they only they only had one day to shoot the whole thing because right. they had to shoot on the same day the house was being fumigated. Sure. So <laughs> yeah. you got to be out of there by the time out. the tent's out. Yeah, right. You got to be out. Well, let's uh, let's get to our final thoughts and the way this works, we're going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I wonder what we're going to give it in yeah. the form of a holy roast or a holy toast. Holy toast, we send it to heaven where the, where the angels toast it with holiday champagne. Or holy roast, we're giving it a thumbs down sending it to hell where it's going to roast like chestnuts on an open fire. So Caroline, <laughs> we'll start with you and your thoughts. You have the floor. Um, this was uh, one of the most morally bereft uh, Christian films <laughs> I've ever seen. Uh, shockingly so. It was uh, like surprisingly vapid and unentertaining even by like Christian film standards which we've seen quite a few at this point. Like just not even not even an attempt really at like true entertainment or, or movie making for that matter, <laughs> um, and I don't know. I felt I think like Kirk thought he was doing churches a service by like giving them some weird movie to show during their youth group or something, but it it was just a slightly elevated home movie with like some skits thrown in there that were not good or funny or or prepared like you mentioned, yeah. um, and like I feel like. If I was a church, I would much prefer like the even the schmaltiest like nativity scene play like with little sure. kids being sheep or whatever. It would have been so much more. Would have been less hateful. Yeah, yeah, or even like tender, entertaining. Like there's so much meaning in that story, and like we have a gold mine there as Christians. Like oh, it's very rich, and you could do a lot with that, and it can be interesting. And they did not take that angle at all, and it 
was supposed to follow the arc of a lot of Christian's movies where like some kind of Scroogey person gets rede- redeemed, I guess. But he was already in the fold. Like he's already a Christian guy. He just wants him to drink more hot cocoa or something. He literally <laughs> is named Christian. Yeah, and by his the name way, is Christian. Guys. Yeah, which is supposed uh, to be some kind of like Pilgrim's Progress thing, I yeah. guess. So, and then to end the movie, not only on on all of that, but then ending by promoting materialism gluttony like he says literally like get your biggest ham put butter on it invite everyone in and get your bellies full like he says that i'm not exaggerating that that was just so crazy to me and and it wasn't like the most generous or like kind of christian seeming sentiment was like and invite everyone to your party like throw (laughs) open your doors it was like okay you didn't really do that it just seemed like pretty much your family in this house (laughs) that came so anyway those are my thoughts. I thought this was such a misfire and, and like really uh, uh, I felt juked in an in a upsetting way. I wanted more um, Hallmark. So Holy Roast. <laughs> Holy Roast from Caroline. Holy Roast. We turned the floor to Mr. Woodham. Oh man. First of all, that was an amazing critique. Uh, <laughs> you're you're really good at this. You're my favorite host on this podcast. What the uh, H? So fun. Oh, actually, I, I agree. This. I agree. So far, <laughs> I like taking this no, vote was, every the end of every podcast. Very, uh, so, so who did you like better? <laughs> New poll. Go to very go to Twitter. very well spoken. Um, I will say that it's the worst movie I've ever seen, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> and no lie, uh, today. Uh, it was kind of a slow day at work. So I, I literally played like eight different scenes <laughs> for this movie in the writer's room just to be like, yeah. this is what this movie's all about. Oh and gosh. everyone was cracking up. That would be fun. We loved it. I played, uh, like I mentioned before, the after credits freestyle scene, which features, if anyone has seen, hopefully if you've seen 8 Mile, it it is oh, it is the actual the actual scientific opposite of that Uh, it's i i have heard better freestyles coming out of toddlers that accidentally rhyme words together for the first time and whoa it it was hanging with a lot of toddlers (laughs) it was an insult yeah well it was in i don't know just that scene in particular i i think really encapsulates it and if i can directly quote from that freestyle Mm -hmm, uh, I I think this sums up the movie better than anything else sway slay pray every day fundamental monumental environmental and that's what we call a freestyle so that's gonna be uh, (laughs) that's gonna be two uh, two big old uh, Saint Nick thumbs up Right up, you know, some Heaven dissenter's eyes. Wow, holy Two rose. big cups of cocoa. Toast. Two cups of cocoa dumped on the ground. Holy <laughs> In shame. Oh yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> if you want a good time, I I want you to, I want you to tie off your left arm. I want you to, I want you to get ready to mainline some hot cocoa. <laughs> Right to those blue veins, turn those blue veins brown and throw this bad boy on and have yourself oh a damn fine holiday. Wow. Amen. Mr. Trolley. Wow. As you guys know. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> as you know, I'm agnostic. I'm agnostic. I'm agnostic. You mean you, you were. I, <laughs> oh, I was. Uh, I this was. This movie's Ew. called Saving Trolley. I was. Yeah. I was. Yeah. 
I was he's agnostic. Standing up. He's I'm gonna explain. Up. I'm gonna explain. I'm Fill gonna explain. the tub. Fill the tub. Being <laughs> being agnostic. I'm actually walking around Why the room at this you? point. Why are you? a bit. You're gonna like, trip and fall. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Being agnostic means that I'm accepting of all religions and beliefs. What a hero! And I, I just want to say, um, after this movie, uh, you know, I, I accept Buddhism, I accept uh, uh, Judaism, but after this movie, I I took Christian off the list. <laughs> oh, twist! It's a twist. You thought I was saved. Quite That's the fair. opposite. That's fair. Um. It was, you guys, It this movie is so bad that if this represented Christianity as a whole, I would, like, be embarrassed. Like, oh, if somebody yeah. had watched this and they're like, what's Christianity all about? And they were like, <laughs> oh, have you heard about this guy, Kirk Cameron? I'd be like, hmm, tell me more. And I would watch that and I'd be like, that's not for me. Who Growing Pains? He's probably fun and this funny. This like <laughs> is, like, absolutely insane. That they literally read that script and was, were like, yeah, that's good. Let's let's that's, film this puppy. I yeah. think I think we're good. Let's, you know let's load him up. I guess Damn. it's just like it's it's like this. It's just like that guy Christian is so unwatchable, and then yep. Kirk Cameron is so smug and lame. Mm-hmm. And there's so I I wanted to just anchor into one thing, and I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't ever just like sit down and be like, oh, this is what's happening in this mm-hmm. movie at this. They're coming at so different angles, and so, like so many. You're not really angles. rooting for anybody. So many angles, and and it's one of those things where I was like, I was like, yeah, it's it's like one of those things where I'm surprised it didn't start a move a movement of like being like, <laughs> hey guys. Like the Christian church being like, ah, I don't know if we can really keep making movies. This. We got to regroup. Yeah. Meeting team huddle. Like, like fireproof. It, tur- it turns out that our, uh, our movie ventures aren't yeah. fireproof. So I don't, we, yeah. we're going we're gonna to pack it in. Like fireproof was, was like, it was a stretch, but it was fine. It had the Christian values and everything. This would, would be like, guys, what are we doing anymore? I'm just, I don't, we don't know. Oh my God. How did this come about? We got to stop. We got to put a pin in this now. <laughs> we got to get ahead of this. That's what somebody like they saw that that first cut in there, and like they called they all the like they're you know, like we need a crisis PR. Hey guys, mm-hmm. we need a we need to put this fire out. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's like it was like they they tried to arrange like last minute reshoots a la Ridley Scott, but it yeah. didn't work out. It they just, were like they were like we got to replace shit. everyone in this movie Kevin with Spacey someone stays else. In. I don't. Yeah. We don't have time. <laughs> I think I like to think though like like they just at one point even considered the option of taking uh, that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie jingle all the way and we're like, just like if we just redub it is it considered like parody can we legally do that <laughs> and it's like it's like jamie i need to get you a uh hot cocoa hot cocoa <laughs> <man>. <laughs> i need to get you a hot cocoa man yeah, dog. yeah but like, daddy i really want the prey figure more hot chocolate <laughs> <laughs> i need to give him a turbo jesus <laughs> like, like just, I, i'm here for the material good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was okay it was just Turn like again again like like uh, it was one of those things i wish i had more fun watching it but i guess it's like knowing just the backlash that the movie had because i didn't see the movie until a week ago but i remember when it came out and the backlash it got where it was like worst movie ever made on according to rotten tomatoes and kirk cameron was like freaking out and already i was like what kind of jerk is like this kirk cameron guy and so the entire (laughs) cameron exactly jerk cameron and um jerk (laughs) but no but it was it was just like one of those things where i was like oh man like 
I I don't think Twitter like tearing this movie apart even did it justice. Like it was so it was like you. It should have caused maybe more uproar. Like I, it's fun to go see the room in theaters at midnight sometimes mm-hmm. with like a group who's all laughing because it's you know it's fun or whatever. I feel like. The only problem with like why this movie you can't put it in theaters and just go and laugh at it is yeah. because it has the Christian elements and I think that like that's what makes it really hard for me to like think is is funny mm-hmm. I, in like a, I want to watch this with friends is I'm like man this is really somebody's yeah. belief system and there it's so bad and it's it just you well, feel it's bad. also it's like weird you yeah. know as of this past year it's also illegal to show it in theaters now so oh is it really is that yeah you can't do it why not because it's so bad <laughs> oh okay all right so yeah. <laughs> Holy roast. Holy, holy roast. I don't know if you got that from the entire cool, spiel cool. I just gave. <laughs> but holy roast. You know, guys, I wanted to go into this with open mind, open heart. And I'd heard things about it. They did as a movie interruption at Santa Family a couple years back. Oh, I wish oh. I could. I know. Wouldn't that have been fun? Oh. Uh, R.I.P. And yeah, it was one of those things where it was just brazenly, brazenly confusing to me. And brazenly just not anything that I wanted. And it was very difficult, I think, for all the reasons described by all of us tonight, um, to hold on to anything, to take any part of it seriously. Uh, And for me, the schlock of it and the kind of visceral enjoyment that you might get out of it is counterbalanced by like a lot of a lot of sadness and, and desperation that's present where I do think that this is the worst movie I've ever seen. And I don't like to, I don't want to throw that around too much, but I think like, I think this is the worst movie I've just like sat down and watched of my own volitional will for for 80 minutes. And especially for a movie that's like, it's like 80 or 90 minutes. I think people are on screen saying dialogue for 40 of those minutes. Uh So like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of like the reenactment stuff and a lot of the animation stuff. It's 80 minutes, including the credits and a good 15 of those are dancing. Yeah, yeah, too much break dancing. So I think for those reasons and more, and I don't even know because I think I, it sounds like we're going to differ on this, but I don't know if I would recommend it too. It's like just throw it on, it's fun, blah, whatever. Like I, I think for me, it's like it's too much of a bummer. It's too much beyond the pale. Where I'm like, <laughs> I got too bored to ever recommend. And it, and it was like, very boring. As a, uh, yeah, as like a fun to watch, unless you're like cutting through to the to yeah, the. Yeah, and this is also the shortest movie we've ever done in the podcast <laughs> yeah. before. I think this and the star like neck and neck. So I think for those. Oh reasons... Reasons number one for those reasons and more i'm giving it a holy roast so we have a unanimous yeah. holy roast what? no we don't Three oh wait oh no you what? said holy t- i'm I feel so like, sorry i feel like we, we i watched a different movie than everybody I just else assumed you it was the it roast. was the worst he it, did say it, holy toast, it though. could very well be the worst movie i've ever seen but i would watch it again right now yeah well Maybe we people <laughs> people out there will feel like you, but for now it's three to one. I feel we're like sending it to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not the final word on the movie. You're the final word, dear listeners. So go to our Twitter at Christian Fun Pod. That's give right. it a vote. Give it a holy roast or a holy toast. So why don't you get out there and Pokemon go to the polls? <laughs> I miss you, girl. North Poles. Oh, I'll never oh get, shoot! I didn't say North Poles. I'll never, again? never get tired of that. Pokemon go to North the Poles. <laughs> we'll be right back with more good Christmas, Christmas. fun. Jingle bells. Ah!
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Welcome back to Good Christmas Fun. Okay. Singing on the place. Break it down. Mind if I praise God real quick? (laughs) (laughs) Jamie, Anthony, Caroline. Hello. It's time for another installment in the hunt for the worst Christian Christmas song of all time. The worst. Ho, 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 I don't know how I feel about that. What? Anthony, Kevin was looking at you to laugh, but you were just looking at yourself. I was laughing. No, I was laughing. I was pulling up my notes to the song. He wanted to connect to you for a second. This is like when I was looking at Alice last week, and she was just staring at tweets about people who love her. (laughs) Guys, the contender, the current champion of the worst Christian Christmas song of all time is a song called Christmas with a capital C by the band Go Fish. It's called Christmas. What more can I say? I the the stand I oh man it's, it's the amount of like, I am so <laughs> angered that just took away all the holiday joy that I was feeling thanks to Kurt Cameron I love <laughs> I love how the message of this song is the message of this song is look um I'm <laughs> if you're going to be intolerant to merry christmas I'm going to be intolerant to everything <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. like it's like it's literally the most like I, I I said earlier I was like these guys do not recognize Hanukkah as a as a as a holiday right. nor and I would go even further and say that they think that the holocaust never happened these are holocaust deniers <laughs> now we don't know that we don't know that I'm going to go out is, on a limb I I feel like this is so indicative of I can't fathom the studio that this was recorded in 
being full of people who heard this final track and they were like, fire, fire. <laughs> Call no. the fire department because we're sending this to the airwaves. Oh my God. <laughs> via it's, AM radio. Yeah. Like I said, it just feels like the most amount of intolerance you could pack. In. I am almost never at a loss for words, but the stand, the, you can't even call the the Roy Moore like uh, political musings of whatever wannabe comedian is his in name that is song. brad stein you can tweet at him probably <laughs> at brad stein i mean what kind brad of guy stein what kind of person Jews. Oh, as, 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 no, probably doesn't, but as, as anyone ever gone like happy holidays and you were like <laughs> is it because jesus intimidates you yeah. it's like no at the one if he was like you got me i know ever well, since i got that scary turbo jesus doll yes. <laughs> guys we got a new nomination for the worst christian christmas song of all time oh god this is a song guys this is kind of this kind of a, a surprise this is a song called christmas must be something more by a little artist named taylor swift oh <gasps> This nomination is from Anna Catherine Littleton. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, oh, Anna. Anna. The nomination. She, she likes yeah, my tweets. What's up, Anna? This is, does she really? Yeah, she likes my tweets. Oh, wait, she sorry. Who is this tweets. from? Anna Catherine. I like your Littleton. tweets. Littleton. You never bring that oh, up. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Totem Spear Wolf. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Christmas Must Be Something More by T-Swift. What if ribbons and bows didn't mean a thing? Would the song still survive without five golden would you still want to kiss without mistletoe? What would happen if God never let it snow? What? What would happen if Christmas carols told a lie? Tell me what would you find? You'd see that today holds something special, something holy, not superficial. So here's to the birthday boy who saved our lives. <laughs> Something we all try to ignore And put a wreath up on your door yeah. So here's something you should know That is for sure Christmas must be something more What is it? But what is it? What could it be? I, I d- d- don't know <laughs> What if angels did not pay attention to all the things that we wish they would always do? Oh, sorry, I was asleep in angel heaven. <laughs> Leave me alone, I'm busy. <laughs> I think there's something we all forgot. What would happen if prayers and sorrow went away? This is such a raw voice. Mm-hmm. Which what I- country, Taylor? Prayers uh-huh. and Okay, I'll, I'll fast forward it to the little coda. So here's to Jesus Christ who saved our lives. It's Jesus. Look what you made her do. <laughs> okay. 
That's Christmas Must Be Something More by Taylor oh, Swift man. on a Christmas EP that is not available on streaming services. Oh, wow. For whatever reason. All the rest of her catalog she's is. trying to bury this story. See, she's ashamed. She's scared. I think Jesus. Christ intimidates her. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's one of those things where I'm I'm listening to it and this is like, was this post, this was just like, was this like right after Teardrops on My Guitar, like Maybe, Sweet yeah. Girl? Taylor this is 2008, Swift. so whenever Teardrops... Okay, yeah, that was like 2007, 2006 yeah. when Teardrops on My Guitar came out. And that was like, oh, she's this sweet like little 15-year-old girl next door who mm-hmm. like learned how to play guitar and she learned four chords. Like, it's... that's This song feels like an adult wrote it and they're like, we know her audience. They're gonna love it. They're gonna, gonna eat princess. this shit up. Uh, yeah, and it's furthering the calculation that if you're a country fan you're probably a jesus fan you're probably yeah. a christian yeah you're probably pretty into christmas and you will buy this album because i don't know guys is taylor swift saved <sighs> oh for sure man for you, sure you say for yeah, sure yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> no doubt uh that was actually a really magical song sorry i've been doing a fucking deep dive on this brad stein clown oh <laughs> and if i could just i am so annoyed you fake ass christian <laughs> comedic brad jeff foxworthy wannabe mm, he he funny. compares himself of course like i said to bill hicks george carlin He's been described as, quote, a clean Dennis Leary, which makes sense because he's not funny either. Uh, he, you realize he wrote his own Wikipedia page, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, so if you want to check him out, I, uh, I mean, Leary. Dennis or like, he, he is at Breadstein. Breadstein. He's at Bradstein on Twitter. He's not verified, so that says everything you need to know right there. I'm not verified. Uh, what does I'm that mean? Verified. Oh, <laughs> I'm no. Verified. Am I just like Brad? <laughs> Why are you guys just like Brad Stein? Come on. No, I, I I thought that was a very nice song. <laughs> I, I did. I had no problem with that. Song. I agree. Like like it, it was very. It seemed very nice earnest. Song. It felt. It felt like definitely like a forty year old man trying to sell a bunch of Christmas EPs wrote this from her old <laughs> label, um, where it was like we gotta we gotta hit on our hands. We gotta like milk this out as much as possible. Now now let's give her a little credit because Taylor is notorious for loving Christmas. Yes. More than most. And I think she, she was raised on a Christmas tree farm. Or like that's her <laughs> family. raised farm. on a Christmas <laughs> tree. No, I think actually like her house was like right. yeah. next to a Christmas tree that farm. Sounds, that like that. So true. it's pretty genuine Oh, she was her. definitely, she grew that's up a, with like a... If I was writing a This is a the most uh, it, uh, it would be. <laughs> condescending terminology I've heard, ever heard in a Christian song about Jesus to call him the birthday boy. Hey, the birthday boy. <laughs> give it up for the birthday boy over here. I will say like though, I think, really, I think it's like, really friendly. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, there he is. Come so, on, little guy. Tear into it. Swift has the only songwriting credit on it, you guys. Okay, but uh, no, check this out though. Check <gasps> this out. They make that such a big deal Are now. you a truther? In the music world, right? How many times you hear like, oh my gosh, you know so and so writes his own lyrics writes their own lyrics whatever and you go like yeah, I, I don't know if I believe it. Like, like you think this song is so good that it couldn't have so been good touched by just one world. person. I mean, Jesus, she clearly, she clearly didn't give up. You know, thousands of professionals came on board for this one. Well, Jesus should have got a. Oh, co-writing, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think Jesus should get a co-write on every Christian song. Every Christian song, you should say like, yeah, produced Amy by Grant, Michael W. Smith. Produced by prayer. Get- <laughs> yeah, it should. 
and and the the other co-writing credits are like spiritual gifts like discernment faithfulness amy, gentleness amy grant faithfulness oh yeah fruits of the spirit uh yeah they shall get co-write collapse oh, that's so funny well it felt like it was just like it was like a sweet song that you'd hear it out of jay-z penny and you wouldn't even think it like twice about it i want to think of a uh clever a title we can give to songs that are like this that are kind of like a preview of like we're talking about something yeah what it's a build it up be? something more something more because sometimes can we call it a preview song because then it always ends up like and it's God you know what I'm gonna call it <laughs> tell me if this is a problem Mike I'm gonna call it a God tease <laughs> <laughs> just a little God tease because God tease because that is the chorus is yeah it, it's something more. What is it, though? Yeah, and like, we all know. What could it be? And we don't quite say it. I will say, if we're comparing media, I think Taylor Swift's song is a little more uh, thought-provoking and lovely than Saving Christmases. Oh, yeah, for (laughs) sure. I think think it's more morally resonant as like, there's something more. If you threw this out, if you threw that out, what's left? Would you still enjoy this? She's not singing, I think Santa might be the same as Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a a sweet song of like, hey, here's what I believe. The other song was, I believe this, and if you don't... Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. You're wrong and you're stupid. Also, your stupid Hanukkah didn't happen. <laughs> They're like, what? No, you mean the Holocaust? Basically, yeah. Hanukkah didn't happen. All right, guys. Candles so. don't work like that, you guys. Like, what if that was like a, break, a breakdown? Like, they just like, got started uh, shitting on Hanukkah. I was just doing some research. Oh, on more. Taylor Swift's background. And you're right. She grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Is, like, that is the but cutest was, backstory. Is. Isn't that so brand you saw on that, brand for her? Uh-huh. If, if you saw a Christmas movie where it's like a person, she hates Christmas. Why? I don't know. She grew up on a Christmas tree farm. There must be something more. And it'll be like, because every year, you know, people would come and steal all of our trees and take my home for me or something like that yeah and you're like, oh, I love this story. You find, like it, you find this out later right and then she, and then at the end of the movie she gets the biggest christmas she gets tree the in biggest the world christmas tree she actually I love this she causes she t- like like chops down this old sacred tree and people are pissed it's like it's basically turns out it was the cross it's actually <gasps> oh, no. i was gonna say it's mother tree for me i grew up on a few, <laughs> i grew up on a future cross farm a future cross farm uh, guys let's vote What's the worst Christian Christmas song of all time? And this will be the final vote for 2017. So this oh, is okay. pretty loaded. We're not Chris, doing this. Christmas with a capital C all the way. Trolley said it. I was go- I'm glad this is the last time we're voting because I was going to say, can we just listen to a Taylor song next week again anyway? <laughs> like whatever oh, sure. happens. Two days after Christmas. Just yeah. to, I would vote this the worst song just so I could not listen to Christmas sure. with a capital C ever again. I think what will happen if, <laughs> if oh, the motion fair. carries, that means if, mm-hmm. if Jamie and I don't vote that Taylor Swift song is the worst song of all time, which we shouldn't say whether we will get or not, because that would, that would make a tie. We'd have to get a tie-breaking vote, do mm-hmm. like a special, special election. We'd have to get all together. Again. Just remember, yeah. you're on the record here. <laughs> so, but but if if the official record, if Christmas with a capital C, that's right from the movie. If Christmas with a capital C, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Is you're welcome. Is the worst song of all, Christian Christmas song of all time for 2017? It's done. It's in the canon, and we won't touch it again in 2018. You put it in the Thank put you. it in the locker. You put <laughs> like it, we're making up these rules, yeah, and I'm just like, I'm so glad the Bible said PTL. we don't have to listen to this. Again. It's on record, if, as Jamie if, said. If that's what happens, you just have to you have to hoist its banners into the rafters and <laughs> yeah, yeah. never talk about it again. And we then retire that set, jersey. Set said banner on fire. <laughs> so, Jamie, what do you vote? How do you vote, sir? I vote. 
that Brad Stein makes Carlos Mencia look like Richard Pryor. I have not seen something less funny than the watermelon that Gallagher used in his final act. This is insane to me. This is insane because Jamie, you guys, like, you're, I know you guys are seeing this, yeah, but yeah. Jamie is livid. Like, the la- that, that song threw him off. I've never like, seen it anger like this. And it, it wasn't even the song. The, the song was bad, but, you know, I was. Like, the, we all knew it was going to be bad. He defended but a it's Kurt the, Cameron movie and then... <laughs> <laughs> the, Kurt, the Kurt Cameron movie was was Kurt's fun and enjoyable. <laughs> hey, look, I never I never realized that all trees could have been crosses. Uh, I learned it something. Is, all did. of our takeaways from the movie. <laughs> it is it is kind of an interesting. Yeah, he's got the point is he's got he's got something to say. But I just this just this Brad Stein fellow. This guy, like he, it's I think it's because he appears by all accounts to have perverted something uh so very precious to me just comedy that like he's turned it into this like exclusive it like i don't i i had to say it. he I, I he's the roy moore of comedy uh and you can you can put that on the official record Wow! Shots fired. Well, I won't. I will Just vote, which means numbers? that I would endorse him for sentence. <laughs> right, right, right. Honestly, Same. you guys should have him on. He is a comedian. He he probably's done a podcast. He would before. a thousand percent man, do it, I'm and he sure. does have a good following. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's almost at four thousand Twitter followers. So Damn, you got to get, get in on. at the ground floor because yeah, he's going to be there a while. Be booked up. I will. I will vote and make this a unanimous. Christmas with a capital C is the worst Christian Christmas song of all time for the year 2017. Farewell, Christmas with a capital C. We shan't ever speak of you again. Now you Good can you can bye. you can burn that song onto a golden record and shoot it into space <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like they did with that. And just the, be like, leave us alone. Thing. You won't like it. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't he, come here. Guys. Christmas with a capital C can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> he's I, gone. He's I don't know. He's Yay. gone forever. No, don't look back. Uh, it's already, go. the damage has been done. Don't look back, Trolley. <laughs> don't look back, Jamie. Don't look back, Caroline. <laughs> Just run far away run. from Christmas with <gasps> oh, a no, capital C. No, 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 no. Oh, she's no, no. sold. Oh, Turn no. sold. <laughs> Brad Stein Free Bible heads out there. Oh, amazing, amazing. Guys, this is usually the portion of the show where we lift things up, our own projects, our own social media handles but i thought i mean we're gonna do that we're gonna lift it up but that's i came here to plug myself yeah if we i got a lot of (laughs) if i'm not plugging myself i gotta go but i just wanted to bring a little holiday flavor to it so let's just gather around the fire and lift up what we're thankful for about our social media handles what we're thankful for in secular culture let's open up the gift of our feeds that's right. <laughs> the gift of content. An everlasting, ever-loving gift. <laughs> gift of goofs. An so, eternal scroll. Caroline, we'll start with you. Okay. And we're just we're just having a little holiday party. Uh, the eggnog's out. Maybe there's a little bit of whiskey in it. It's just like Don't a, drive. Like three people left. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a sleigh. In which case... <laughs> You're not driving. You're fine. <laughs> Uber with animals. Oh no, Rudolph had two martinis. Has Uber done that? Like done a sleigh ride campaign? You mean Ruber? This uh, song's gonna run out. <laughs> this song's gonna run out of time before we even get to our handles. Caroline, we'll start with okay, you. I'll, what what I'll you thankful take for? Take it away. Oh, I am thankful actually for this. Oh, did I bring this up already? This Vince Guaraldi Christmas album, just the yeah. best. 
I think I described it as uh, like heroin or what I imagine heroin to feel like in a music form. It's just mm, like pure, acting like you don't know. Pure relax. Yeah, never touch it. You slide. Caroline's over. lived a lot of life so much she <laughs> compares jazz trios to yep. heroin. Yep. Actually, jazz and heroin. Ah, that's on track. <laughs> well, I'll see you in group. Uh, <laughs> uh, cats out of the bag. The Geraldi group. <laughs> oh, GG. Different GG. J J A. Um. I'd also like to lift up uh, or be thankful for another musical group. They're named Trash Panda. They have, they have some good songs. There's a song I really love called Check Please that just builds and builds, and it's great. If you ever want to enjoy a nice song, Trash, Check Please by Trash Panda. Not Raccoon. <laughs> not Trash Raccoon Panda. Trash Panda. It's pretty cute. cute. Yeah, cute. Nice. Um, you can also be grateful for my Twitter and Instagram at Totem Spirit Wolf. Mm, I'm really thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm really nice. thankful for that. Jamie, <laughs> what are you thankful for? Uh, let's see. Uh, I am, uh, as always, very thankful for, uh, in no particular order, Harry Potter, friends, family, uh, coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, amen. Uh, yes. What else is there? What else is there? Nothing. Uh, working all the time. Uh, I'd love to lift up a movie, but the last movie I had time to see in theaters was Home Again, and I would not recommend that. <laughs> Uh, I, I recently watched The Holiday though That was great Sure um, Or half yeah, of it was at least really? Nancy Myers um, Then Yeah I mean If you're looking for the, the purest thing Over this holiday season Just throw on those Those eight perfect Harry Potter tracks And, and let yourself be whisked away That's nice Stuff to plug Um I'm all Your over bird. social media. To lift up and be thankful for. Oh, yeah. Plug. You could, we don't, you could, oh, I'm we don't sorry. Plug. I'm not we don't, plug. We don't yeah. prove ourselves. You're not going to yeah. be prideful. Yeah, there's... I, no, trust me. There is no pride over here. Uh, <laughs> I, I can be lifted up everywhere at J Woodham. That's J-W-O-O-D-H-A-M. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, all across the social media is I'm just trying to keep it real and keep it as faith-based as possible. <laughs> uh, if you, I, I write for a few different things. If you want to check stuff out, uh, Talking Tom and Friends, Clasharama, uh, some other things we got cooking, hopefully coming to you by the next holiday season mm. uh, oh and then I did just want to say hi to one of my best friends Rachel who listens to your podcast uh, lovely hello Rachel uh, hi Rachel hey Rachel I love you happy holidays uh, swish swish that's it um, swish swish <laughs> first of all I just want to be I just want to say I'm thankful for the side podcast that we just created which is just Jamie talking for an hour about things uh, that he's thankful for and plugging <laughs> his Twitter that. handle oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean you really couldn't have milked that any longer <laughs> um, I tried I so tried. Um, I'm really thankful for that you can't have too much gratitude mm, here at GCF oh, no. uh, material ham uh, hot chocolate <laughs> I'm thinking hot chocolate. You know, this time, uh, you know, I I am thankful for this little indie flick I saw last night. Um, Star Wars. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think it's or Space Fight. Okay. I think it's star, either Star Wars or Space Fight. The last uh, GD lunar GDI, conflict. Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very fun flick. A lot of good subtext yeah let's get the word out on that movie yeah i just so you know miss it. I, you know it's just kind of like one of those indie darlings yeah kind of blink like, and it's gone yeah <laughs> exactly like i mean the amount of people who missed 500 days of summer when that was in theaters right I mean, it's this is right up there with it um you can go ahead and follow me at 
Anthony Trolley. Mm. Um, I usually start a hashtag I'm gonna, uh, when I'm on Kevin's podcast. I'm going to go this time with a holy trolley. <laughs> oh, amen. I'll lift that uh, up. Yeah, holy lift trolley. it up. Lift amen. that up. Hashtag. Lift that so far up. Um, you can spell it however you want since uh, there's been a lot of... Uh, <laughs> you guys decide to spell my name wrong every yeah, time yeah. I'm on this. T-R-O-L-L-Y. Yep, Trolly. sure. <laughs> Whatever you want to T-U-R-L-D-J. So tweet Anthony Trolly, T-R-O-L-I. Holy Trolly. Hashtag Holy Trolly. Amen. Hashtag um, Holy Trolly. Hashtag um, Yay me. I got a lot of fun content on there. Um, today, I went ahead and posted a... Oh, that was that was amazing. A little video yeah, of uh, yeah. Run the Jewels mixed with uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. That was great. That was great. You didn't know it was you know, how great it would be, it, but it is, uh, it's pretty fantastic. It's good. It's that good was content. awesome. I, and, I showed that um, to the guys at work, too, and someone was like, how did he figure this out? Uh... D- your guys at work don't smoke weed, I guess. <laughs> no, no, no. Nerds. Nerds. Um, Dorks. <sighs> That's about it. That's all I got. Amen. Oh, I'm That's thankful for you, Troll. And you know what? I want to say, too, I'm thankful for Kurt Cameron for bringing all of us together. If there is That's one positive true. note. I'm at the, at the risk yes. of embodying uh, the joke that Trolley made about me. I would be severely punished by my co-host if I also didn't lift up my own podcast that yeah. I, that <laughs> I always friends. forget Back to, to Jamie. Uh, which is called Best of Friends Podcast. Clearly, you're not a best of friend to your co-host. I, oh, no. I, I don't appreciate that. Well, there is it's room for wrong. redemption Rude. also on yeah, our podcast. There is. I, I, mm, there's asking, always forgiveness on Jesus. I'm asking for forgiveness <laughs> yep. uh, and asking Granted. that people check that out. And I Brad do. Stein, please don't follow Brad Stein. Unfollow Brad Stein. Amen. Unfo- hashtag unfollow Brad Stein. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at his Twitter. He's retweeted every one of your tweets, Jamie. He loves you. He clearly has bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I'm thankful for this podcast and guests like Anthony Trolley and Jamie Woodham hey, and a co-host like you, Caroline. I'm very oh, thankful and grateful you, for. And so I just want to take a moment to be thankful for that. You know what? I'm thankful and grateful for, I think, as of releasing this, a new podcast that is debuting tomorrow, my old friend Demi Adigiwebe coming out with a podcast called Punch Up the Jam Demi. with his best friend Miel as co-host. So they're starting that. That's on the HeadGum Network, so you can check that out. They have a preview episode as of recording this right now, but I can't wait. I think it's a dynamite format. I think it'll be terrific. So I am thankful in advance for that show, for that show, and I'm thankful to always be providing tweets mm-hmm. and RTs at Kevin T. Porter and Instagram at Kevin T. Porter. And I'm thankful for Good Christian Fun, which you can follow at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can leave us a review on iTunes and every review, every, every review, every rebuke you leave us. <laughs> we'll hear no, that too. We've gotten a few of them. But every <laughs> review you leave us, we donate a dollar to a new charity each month. This month's charity is... It's called Covenant House California. Um, they provide housing for homeless teens um, in L.A. County. And it's great, uh, great thing, especially during the winter time, which, as I mentioned, gets pretty cold. Not that cold in California. Hey, I love these seasons. Too today. Love this weather. So but it's... shelter is still a need. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we are not ha- to undercut it. <laughs> yeah, Man, we got a regular Brad Stein over here. <laughs> no, Kevin has this great work, and actually, uh, Kevin pointed this out on Instagram. But Oprah is a big supporter, the, and the camel from the, the star. From the star. You know her as the camel from the yeah. star. Yeah, honestly, though, people. 
going to be like, oh, if Oprah's a part of it, I, they don't need my money. They're fine. So either way, we will be matching Oprah's donation more. with our own <laughs> donations. We, we will be matching Oprah's donations <laughs> with our donations, uh, dollar for dollar. No, and we encourage you, you know, not only to just leave us a review and we donate, but you can donate too. And you can donate to any of the charities we've talked about on this show and the charities will shout out in the future. You and can you can listen. Just Venmo me too. Not like a charity. Not a charity. a charity. Not a charity. Do not do that. Oh, he boy. has a home. Charity He's fine. Case. Oh boy. <laughs> and uh, pool house. you can listen to every song we listen to on this show on our Good Christian Fun Spotify playlist, which you can find the link to in the show notes. Or you can just like search it and find it. And yeah, I'm grateful. This is our last episode of Good Christmas Fun Good in Christmas 2017. Good Christmas Fun has been Christmas we Fun. We only got to do three. Maybe we'll get to do more next year somehow. Maybe there'll be six Christmas episodes Ooh. somehow. Oh, God. Like Maybe ABC's like, 25 Days of Christmas. We'll do 25 episodes, 20 for each day. Okay, uh, I think I'm probably just going to quit my job and my life. And yeah, go ahead and start backlogging <laughs> them now. Guys. <laughs> I think it'll be all right. Anthony, Jamie, thank you for joining us for the last thank you episode. Guys for being here. Thank Good you. Christmas fun of the year. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to be on so that I can tie Trolley's appearances uh, uh, yes. again. Uh, he's already he's already <laughs> yeah. ahead of you. Uh, yeah. This big competition, yeah. you guys. Got. No, no. But in all seriousness, thank you. This is a, a you guys have a wonderful chemistry and it's a very warm, inviting atmosphere. Well, thank uh, you, sir. It was a lot of fun. Kind a lot of fun discussion. To say. Totem Spirit Wolf has thank an you. amazing part, uh, a parking lot, <laughs> amazing place. Uh, Apartment, so it's full of her Christmas parking jobs right are now. good too. The, the parking is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Parking situation, I no problem. And <laughs> in Los Angeles, that's hard to find. Ten oh, out of ten. Yeah. Ten oh, out yeah. of ten parking spaces. Guys, there's no other way to close out this last episode of Good Christmas Fun, except to say, and all of Pod's people said, Amen. That was so lonely. <laughs> Glory to the newborn king. Jesus Christ. Peace with Kirk and Mercy Cameron. Go see Star Wars with Poe Dameron. Joyful to saving Christmas. It's called Christmas with a capital C. We're so thankful for you tonight. Just know that Jesus wasn't white. Hark! So thankful. No, We're so thankful for tonight. Just know that Jesus was not. Wine. Goodbye, everybody. I'm gonna hang myself with my headphones. Next week on GCF, we're taking a break from the format and we're listening to you. We want to know how your heart is. So send us questions, emails, voice memos. Unspokens. We're going to take the episode to look back on the last 16 and the first 16 episodes, technically. Yeah, man. What a... See what, what went a, wrong? <laughs> what a crazy four months. <laughs> well, we're going to open up the mailbag and 
answer prayer requests and unspokens like Caroline just said. That's right. So send us your questions. We may also read a few um, of your stories because some of you have sent us some great things that are related to the topics that I thought were a hoot or just interesting. And so we may be sharing some of those. Goodchristianfun at gmail.com. And we'll be answering your prayers next week. We also will be live reading all of your compliments, so be sure to send a lot. Make them specific. Those specific. Make them physical. Mm -hmm. And make them visceral. (laughs) (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast.